Hey everybody, episode 10. How exciting. I'm actually shocked that we are at the 10th episode already. It doesn't feel like it. Considering that one time we tried to start our podcast 1800 years ago and we made that one and we were like, we'll meet every week and then we never met again. <laughs> well, also for introduction, welcome back to the next, to the episode of Watch or Not with JRMJ. <laughs> you can't even get it right now. I can't. Still, episode 10, you should have been able to at least get this part right. But you know what? Work in progress. I'm working on the outros. You're the intro guy. I'm was, giving you that job. Okay. Well, sorry. Sorry. Didn't well, you get the memo? I, I did not. Sorry. <laughs> I, I did not get any memos. Uh, so what have you been up to lately? What's been happening with you, sir? Well, so this last week we had a gender reveal. So my sister-in-law is... A sex party? <laughs> the shirt I am wearing to the gender reveal does say I am here for the sex. <laughs> But no, she's uh she's been pregnant for I think she's in the second trimester now. So what's that? Three months? Dude, I have no idea how lady parts work. So. I think it's three trimesters. So she's in her fourth month now. I mean, there are three trimesters because it is called a trimester. You know, I didn't know that, but I don't know. Don't argue else. semantics. You got on me the other time. I don't know for this. I don't We're know anything about, about noon being not half day and twenty. You know, what? I don't know anything about about lady bodies. <laughs> Antibodies, maybe. Lady bodies, no. Mm, that wasn't one of your classes in college. Dude, I was like, what is that? <laughs> Hard no. Uh, well, no. So we have a gender, had a gender reveal for her, and I don't know if she wants me to tell you what the gender is on here, so I'm just going to... Don't say it. It's fine. Yeah, but it was fun. They, uh, was it like in a cake, or is it like a balloon type situation, or how does it like... So the way that they you... did it was... They did a baseball where... Oh, you know what? Somebody else did this. Yes. But it was... It's funny, and I don't mean to make fun of my sister-in-law and her... Baby daddy? Yeah, we'll go with baby daddy. I don't know what to call him currently. Boyfriend, baby, baby daddy. Baby daddy. But uh, he's not a big baseball fan, so he... So why do they do baseball? Because she is. Oh, okay. But okay. So he's never really hit baseballs, so he got super worried that he was going to miss... So he actually had her hit the baseball. So then we were like, well, have you ever thrown a baseball? And he's like, what? He's like, have you ever thrown one to make sure she can hit it? And he's like, no. So they ended up tying the baseball to the end of a fishing pole so she can just like swing and hit like a pinata. (laughs) (laughs) They have workshopped this down to like, it's not even a baseball thing. It is literally just like at that point, she's got a pinata filled with a bunch of either pink or blue candies. Well, hey, shout out to Emily. She went... Like and got baseball gloves, baseballs. Like she went baseball themed for this reveal. Oh, that's good. That's it was cute. super cute. That's cute. That's awesome. Well, it just kind of makes it weird because my last one I went to was a Harry Potter themed one. So my shirt that says I'm here for the sex obviously has a Harry Potter look on there. When, when did the gender reveal things become a thing? Is this a white people thing? I don't think I've actually ever seen a black person on Instagram do a gender reveal, or 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 anything of any other race really yeah i mean i guess i don't get it because like well no i mean it doesn't matter gay people can have babies i just don't i've just never understood i wonder where they came from <laughs> like I just well don't and it's kind of like announcing hey you don't really announce to the world you're having a baby till after 12 months or 12 weeks which is i have heard that because there could be complications com- exactly yes, i've heard that yeah so it's kind of like a hey we're having a baby but at the same time, we know the gender. So instead of us having two separate parties, I think they kind of incorporate it into one. So you can be like, hey, we're having a baby blank. So like a baby announcement. 
Exactly. And the baby announcement is not just, hey, we're having a baby. Hey, we're having a baby boy or we're having a baby girl or we're having a baby. See, and that's where I've seen most people will do something on social media where they post like, new teammate coming to the team or puppy looking forward to brother. Like, like they'll do something cute. I roll. I roll. I just, I mean, <laughs> I use it's cute. cute. I mean, it's cute in qu- air quotations. Cute. Here's where I'm biased because I see people, I don't know, do it. And I'm like, you're obnoxious. I see people I do know do it. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of adorable. So I'm very like biased with the whole thing. But I, let's, let me talk about the one thing that I know about you. You don't care unless it's a chunky, baby with rolls i need a baby that looks like a french bulldog like that's what i need you want the michelin man or like this like no those are too fat that's too fat that's I too just, many rolls i just want them to have chunky digits that's all like their legs to be chunky like their digits like their fingers like their digits like the little little toes and their fingers like those would be chubby isn't that like elephantitis where there's something wrong with the brain not that i don't I just, they used to be a little a little a little more fleshy than normal i'm just picturing mickey mouse with a big old gloved hand no not that big like they just can't be they can't be really 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 fat but the perfect baby body to me is like is like a french bulldog where they have kind of big heads and they're got a little bit of a stocky body and their legs are short and pudgy that's what i like have you ever held a baby Yes, I've held many babies. If they're skinny, I don't want to touch them. That just is weird to me. I don't picture you holding babies. I don't know. Is that not like a judgment on you? I'm, but I just don't think because I you... hate them. I hate children. I don't hate babies. So when they can start talking back, yeah, because babies don't know. Babies aren't. They can't communicate. They can only communicate a certain ways. So I don't hate them. You know what I mean? I don't hate babies because they are. They don't. Ha- they can't. I mean, it's not their fault. They cry because they have poop in their diaper or they're hungry. They're yeah, they, I mean, they can't do anything about it. You know, they're babies. Oh my god, cutest story ever. So, in preparation for the gender that was the reveal, gayest gasp I think I've ever. <laughs> sorry, I just thought of a hilarious story from last okay, night, sorry, and you will appreciate this. So we were talking to my sister-in-law and we were just discussing baby things and Emily made a comment to her about, hey, so the best way to get rid of a blowout. And Sarah was just like, what the fuck is a blowout? She's thinking like her hair, getting her hair done. Like, why would I want to get rid of that? I just paid money to get this done. And she just, and like two minutes later she goes, oh, when they shit themselves. Like she just, I was like, yes. When they have the baby, yeah, that, she, was my, that was my first thought. God, how do I know? Because she was like, "What is that?" I was like, "Because she was thinking." I was like, "It's something that happens to you when you're really young and really old." That's so gross. Oh, that's, that's having babies is so disgusting. But no, I like I like a pudgy baby. Okay, well, that's with the not my baby. I'll send you a picture. So that's you not see. mine. Okay, so I don't like like if they're newborns, I don't want to see them right out of the oven. Unless, is weird to me. Some of them are like some of them come out come out and they're like I'm like up. Oh, Perfect. They got the chucky cheeks. The full head of hair. It doesn't care about hair. If, if if they've got the cheeks, I'm in it. I'm I'm on, I'm on. You just want to pinch them. I'm on board. I'm, I I just that's just how I that's just how like my babies to be babies that aren't <laughs> mine. And like my nephew was like had the right amount of chunk. And, oh really? Yeah, he did. He had the right amount of chunk. I was like the I, right amount of chunk. Yes, and I love it. Like that is the best thing to me is to have that's why i wanted a french bulldog as a dog i have a boston who's still pretty close to that but that's why i wanted a french bulldog so bad because they look like small toddlers like little babies that are crawling that's what they look like to me so i love them your weird obsession with comparing babies to dogs is a little it's just this particular dog like if you look at a french bulldog they've got a big head a stocky body and pudgy legs that is exactly the type of baby that i like 
I have a comment to make, but we will make it when we actually get into our conversation because okay. it pertains to our episode. So, baby talk aside, what have you been doing, or what what is your what have, what has you been up to? To end that note, by the way, just so just so you know, well, wait, I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. Um, oh I actually they are, they've started reopening gyms. Ooh, yeah. Even though I hate the gym, I hate working out. Even when I was doing it consistently, you're I hate not a gym it. rat. I here's they always say the more you do it, the more fun it gets. That's a fucking lie. It is who anybody who says that they have fun at the gym is a fucking sociopath because it's not fun. It isn't. When you start seeing results, it gets fun. Like when that, you actually start seeing the definition no, 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 and, and the size. Yeah, I I I, I have amazing legs. And I agree. even when I have like the little teardrop muscle up on uh, what's this part? Is this the Quad. thigh? The top of the thigh? Quad. The quad. When I saw, I was like, oh, that's really great. People were like, so aren't you having fun now? I'm like, no, this still isn't fun for me. I hate it. Are you still sore every single time afterwards? Well, I haven't, well, remember, I haven't worked out in almost six months because remember when I like messed up my back because I'm old and shit? <laughs> um, and I was You're going to. You're not old, yeah, but. But I was going to the chiropractor yeah. and he was like, don't go work out. I think that was in January, maybe February. It's only um, been six months. Did I heard it before we went to Chicago or after? I thought it was before. I thought it was so a I think while it was. Before. So it must have been in February or January when, when I did it or maybe December. But I hurt my back and he was like, don't go to the gym. And I was like, all right. So I couldn't go. He wouldn't let me run. I did that for like three, three months. I think I went consistently. And so I didn't work out at all. And then when I was like about to start ramping back up to doing it, everything closed down. And that working that working working out from home thing was not going to be happening for me. Mm-hmm. I did start a couple of weeks ago before they opened up the gyms. So I was like, well, I'll start doing a couple of things at at home that are that can kind of get my back ready for getting back into that because I knew. Have you been going to the chiropractor still? No, because they closed. And I don't know if they're still open. And I was like, well, psh, whatever. Indiana opened them back up. I thought Kentucky did too. I had I didn't look hard enough to care. So, um, but I was so obviously like, it didn't work. No, he he did a really great job. Like he actually did uh, X-rays and stuff like that, which was really cool. Mm. He was a great guy. Um, I was just like, right now I'm gonna see what happens. So I was doing a few like at home workouts that would kind of help stretch my back out, get my back ready, do some core stuff. Okay. And then I actually went back into the gym. Um, last week I only went one day because I was like, well, I'll go one, and then see how that works. You know, see how my body adjusts to that. You know, let that get in. And well, especially if it's been a while, I'm sure you're stiff. Right. Um, and I did chest and it was like, oh my God, my chest is out of, like, it just hurt. And I hate chest day. Um, but it, it hurts so bad. I was like, Jesus. Have you ever had that bicep day where you've done so many curls? Like you can't extend your Getting arms. Get in there. Get it. Do you see my arm right now? Yeah. That's as far as I can go. Oh my God. Cause I did biceps on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> like three days ago I did bicep. I was, and I did, I, I, so I went in and I actually went back in on Monday and did chest and I was like okay I'll do chest I actually did an at home leg workout and with no weights and it was like I was like holy balls this no weight at Doing home those workout air squats? dude it wrecked me like my legs were in pain and I have great legs again I have great legs um, so <laughs> but um, but um, so I went back and did chest this week I was like I'll go two days this week you know kind of work it in mm-hmm. and because um, when I went that one day to do chest last week I could feel it kind of t- my back was a little sore yeah. not tight just sore and I was like okay so I could take it easy so when I did chest this week I didn't feel that as much so I'm like okay I'm doing good so I did biceps and I only did like a few exercises but I was like you know I think I'm gonna stop I haven't done this in a while. I'm going to take it easy. My arms are starting to feel a little bit like jelly. They're not feeling super, you know, because sometimes I know I had a good workout when I want to go shower and I can't even lift my arms. But this is like just, this was like just shy of that. And I was like, I'm going to stop. 
And I'm glad I did because the past like two days, like I've been walking around like a Barbie. Like my hands aren't like all the well, way. And it's weird to me. It's like, I don't feel it the day after. I feel it the day after the day after. It depends for me. Like the day, I, I don't actually, yeah, it was, I think I started feeling it like Thursday. I went on Wednesday afternoon and I think I started feeling it on like Thursday night. And then, um, it wasn't that bad because I took like a half day at work. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday when I went back to work and I was like typing, I could definitely feel it because I was, you know, your hands are, your arms are. Oh, that 90 degrees. Bit. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I am literally like, I'm, I've got Barbie arms. Oh my God. Where she, her arms are completely stretched and I still can't like, get them back. Because I was like, well, I'll go to the gym again today. But I'm like, I can't do chest because I can't lift my arms and I, and I can't do legs in the gym because I'm going to want to do squats so squats will fuck out my back so I can't do that either so now I'm just in a holding pattern but okay so explain to me how your gym is set up because I've seen people oh. who like with iron tribes like and like gyms that mm-hmm. do crossfit they have it marked off in like six feet light they, lanes or areas and they have all the treadmills it's like every other one Okay. So all the treadmills or the bikes or ellipticals or rowing machines. So do you frequent a gym that sports the purple and yellow? Oh colors? yeah, I go to Planet Fitness. Okay. I ain't shamed. I go to I go to Planet Fitness. Do you get the the free no pizza judgment days? zone? Huh? The free pizza days? I don't understand the point of that. Why would you do that? Because it keeps weight on you, so you have to keep coming back to work out and you keep getting the money. That is the shittiest ploy I've ever been. Uh, whatever, fuck it. How has no one figured that the out? The reason I do play a fitness is because it's cheap. Because I don't oh, want yeah. and, and also because the other ones here, like LAC, like those things are full of meatheads, and I just can't with those guys. Like they're throwing weights around and You can appreciate from a distance, but just not in their actual in their natural habitat. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just it's just really it's it's really intimidating to be honest. Which is why I think Play to Fitness actually has a good business model of the whole no judgment zone kind of thing. Because if you're new and you try and go into LA fitness or LAC, it's fucking intimidating. Like That's why I always went in the morning when no one was there. Dude, this place is always fucking packed. Not about going in the morning. I hate morning workouts. Uh, but yeah, but back to that. They uh, they have every other treadmill or elliptical, and then they have where the free rate air, the free weight area is, where they have like little benches. Mm-hmm. They have little purple tape so you don't move the benches. So the benches are six feet apart. Okay. They have now the machines, like all the little machines and stuff. Those are just, those are kind of spaced out, but I think they're just saying, hey, just make sure if somebody is sitting. I think they're kind of saying if somebody is sitting at a machine that's next to one you want to do, just make sure you guys are communicating with each other to be like, you go do yours, then you step away six feet, I'll do mine, and then... But you're not required to wear a mask while you're in there? You're not required to wear a mask, no. But I'm and assuming they've also included more wipe-down stations. They're not They're not more wipe-down stations, but I will tell you there's always somebody, an employee, walking around wiping stuff down. Good. Like, routinely. Because, oh, oh. Because when I went, and let me tell you, because when I went, I was... Uh, and my gas was gay. <laughs> well, I, I went, and this dude was, like, next to me on a bench, and he was, like, lifted his waist, and he was like, dude, bruh, blah. And he was, like... <laughs> and he got up to put his weights away because he was in front of me, and he was, like, peeling because I guess he was tanned. Who knows? Whatever. Because he's a lizard? Yeah. Um, and then 
afterwards he got on a machine that I wanted. So I was like, I'll do something else. And I waited until he finished. And then he like got up and he didn't wipe it down. And I was like, number one, you're a douchebag. Number two, so your sweat stain. Your, your, oh. No, your skin cells, your, your literal skin was peeling. Oh. Your skin is probably all over this machine. And you got up and you left. That's the kind of bullshit I can't handle. Especially even if it wasn't COVID-19 running around rampant, I'd be like, that's disgusting. You should have wiped that off. And I hate that because I'm like, it takes you, it, it takes you quite literally 15 seconds to spray this bullshit and wipe it down. And you're, you got your skin peeling and flying Could you around imagine if you walked over there to clean it up and use the machine next and you just like, there is a skin you could just peel off. The, dude, oh God. Dude, that's so gross. Like I was so, I was actually, I was pretty fucking pissed because I like saw it and then like this other girl that was at a machine looked at me and we made eye contact and she just made this face and I was like, yeah, you saw it and she was kind of like, Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fucking disgusting. But <laughs> so now my thing is I was always wiping down after. Yes. Which is what I do anyway. So now I'm like before and after. But it was it wasn't super packed. It was actually like pretty chill in there. So I, I felt I felt fine. I felt safe. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So what episode are we? Oh, oh, it's the special episode. I know. I'm I'm actually shocked and a little mad um that we didn't take advantage not take advantage of, but we didn't. We didn't take full advantage of Pride Month. Yeah, because uh, June is Pride Month. So for our last episode in June to culminate, that we're going to kind of talk about our experiences with LGBT in the arts, in TV, and what kind of experiences we've had in our lifetime. We're not going to go back into the fifties and sixties. We're not going that far back, but. You know, just kind of talk about gay media, I guess, in a way. And representation in media. They're better word. I like it. Because I feel like most of what I've seen isn't gay media. It's representation of gay people in media, normalizing what they are and who and what they do. So why don't you tell me, like, because I, I know I have, like, a slew of things. Like, when you were, I guess, a preteen, teen, what gay representation did, do you remember seeing? The... When I was younger, the only thing I remember just standing out to me that was LGBTQ oriented would be probably Will and Grace. Um, Ellen. Of course. Ellen. Uh, she had a show, Ellen. Her sitcom or her? Her sitcom. Okay. When she actually openly admitted that she was gay. And then they canceled her TV show? Yes. Um, and then the um, Ross Geller's wife on Friends was a lesbian, and they made fun of that kind of constantly yes so those are probably the three biggest representations i saw when mm-hmm. i was younger um as i've gotten older obviously there's more that i've seen but most of everything was comedic based and just trying to make light i feel like of gay culture to make it more acceptable because it, people didn't want to turn you off of what it was or make you feel weird about having it around. Yeah, I, I get your point on that because I, I honestly, you said Will and Grace and I remember watching Will and Grace and I'm like, did we ever see two men kiss on that show? I don't remember. I'm sure... J- I'm sorry, but just Jack um, was the best part of that show. His relationship with Karen. Right, yeah. I mean, the show was, was, was comedically... Was, was was had great timing they, they had great actors on that and but you think about it and you're like was it completely they say whitewashed was this completely gay washed was it just like hey you've got your two gay characters and that should be enough because i don't remember there being a lot of like physical contact between 
two men in that show. No, I don't believe I, there was a kiss that I remember. I mean, more than like a quick peck between Will and I mean, and, Jack. and there had there to have been, but I can't remember. And there wasn't more than like I. I know Jack had a couple episodes where he was like, "Well, I'm really interested in this guy, and I'm dating this guy," or you know, just doing things like that, or being in his all gay choir. But it was all very talked about, never shown. Never, you weren't even. You're still in the dugout. You even at first base. There was nothing. Like you, like obviously, you can tell the character Jack is gay, right? And honestly, I don't think if I've heard like that was him acting. Like that's just who he is. Yeah, I think it's more close to just his personality. Yeah. So. But, I mean, and there were a couple real episodes. Like, the one I remember was, I think it was about the time Jack was marrying Karen's maid. And yes. Will was talking to him out on the balcony about how Jack took him out of possibly acting straight. And, like, like his first comment was like, aren't you tired of this? And was his first introduction into gay culture and made Will realize he was gay. Mm. So, like, they touched on some things. But yeah. No, there was never really a lot of heavy, like they made it palatable for the masses. Yes. So that we 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 don't want we 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 we're letting the gays in the building, but we're not gonna let them show out. And don't get me wrong, I love Will and Grace. It's hilarious. I yeah. would watch it for a nothing. Laugh I mean, not that there's nothing wrong with that show, but no, yeah, it was it was a good show. Um, and then Ellen, obviously, when that was way before, not even way before, just before Will and Grace, like her coming out. And that ended her her show, but obviously she's gone on to bigger and better things. I never saw one episode of Ellen, to be honest. I've, I watched a, a, a good majority of it. I don't remember because I haven't watched it in years. It's not something I actually want to go back and rewatch. I don't. But, I mean, I, I've, I've been watching a documentary series on Apple TV called Visible, mm-hmm. where they talk about her and kind of delve into her experience when that happened. Right. Apparently she was getting death threats. Jesus Christ. Like... <sighs> And that's why ABC kicked her off because they were like death threats and people weren't okay with mm-hmm. it. And I mean, what was this the episode where she came out or she was like struggling with it and she was at the airport and she leans in to tell her friend who's gay. And it's the mic. Yeah. And she goes on the mic. She's like, by the way, I'm gay. And yeah. it's across the whole airport. Yeah, I do. I, that is one scene. That's the one scene that I have seen. So yeah, that's, I do actually remember a piece of that where they were saying like she received like, death threats and stuff like that and i'm like but jokes on you guys because she is rolling in it well and i mean what was her stand or her daily talk show three years five years after that when it started i don't even remember to be honest it's been on for so long it's almost like it just never is gonna go away i mean i'm glad she has a show she kind of annoys me but she's i mean great good for you girl (laughs) you do you you dance down those stairs uh what was the other show you said uh friends where they made ross geller's gay wife yeah, they that was just like there for comedic value. I don't even I don't even find it to be like a real I don't, I don't I've only seen friends once all the way through. Sorry that sacrilege, but I am a black person. Uh so, I've I've seen it multiple times but not by my choice. Yeah, I mean I've seen it and I remember that character but I don't remember the I don't remember them being like in there and to me I feel like they could have the way they portrayed those characters they could have just been two roommates. So, the and just because there's some of my favorite episodes, there's one where it's a flashback of 
people's worst Thanksgivings. And yes, I do remember that. Episode. And like Ross is bringing Chandler over for Thanksgiving to meet the family. And they're talking about his girlfriend. And the funny joke, he's like, oh, yeah, I got a girlfriend. She plays for the hockey team or the field hockey team and the golf team. Yeah, she she plays for both teams. And they like slide little jokes like that in there. Yeah. And like you didn't realize when she's a golfer and like and like just like stereotypical lesbian mentality of them being butch and having, right. you know, sports as their lit outlet for things. And, and this, you know, joking about how did you not realize what she was after all of these experiences? Yeah. I think I've actually read a few articles recently about um, how people are reexamining friends and finding it to be actually problematic in the, I mean, well, not extremely, but problematic as far as like, um, Portraying, like portraying race oh. and portraying uh, LGBTQ uh, people in the show. And I wish I had pulled that article up, but I know I've read some things about just how they, I don't know if it's other fans of the show or maybe it's the creators that have said, this show was pretty problematic. How, how How is it that you have these, and I guess it's possible, but how do you have these six people and there's not like one black friend or it's not like one Asian friend, there's not one ethnic friend. Joey was Italian. That doesn't count. It doesn't. Sorry, um, but it and and, and I, not, that's not to that's not to say the show wasn't good. But it, I think the show, you know, and you can't change. You don't stay on for ten years if you're right. not well written or, right. or the and cast you can't isn't change good. anything now. Like there's yeah. no. So I, I honestly don't understand the fact of going back and thinking about that. But it just reminded me of that article that that I read. Let me ask you something. And this is kind of off that little subject, just a little bit of TV. But when it's just a question that I've never really asked you before, and I kind of want to know your thoughts. When did you first realize what gay was? That's um, a deep. I know it's a deep question, but I've I've never I've never asked you that. I kind of want to know. Okay, well, please please don't judge me for this. I won't. No, no, we're we're open. We're honest. Um, I know you. My mother and her side of the family. So mm-hmm. my my mother's father is a preacher. So my stepdad's a pastor. Was so a pastor. Very religious. Mm-hmm. And very Methodist, sorry, <clears throat> Methodist, which is Christian. Girl, I don't know the difference between all of them. Like Methodist, Catholic, we'll, Presbyter- we'll talk about it later. Presbyterian. Uh, but my mother read the Bible very regularly, and mm-hmm. I don't remember how old I was, but she very early brought up this is a sin, don't do it. Like, so I, I was young. I was maybe seven, eight years old, mm-hmm. and like. She had to explain to a child. I mean, she didn't use yeah. graphic terms, but like gay is when two men do what a grown woman and a grown man who like, like that. Yeah, I get you. So yeah, but seven, eight years old. Okay. Yeah. And then when, so that that's when you were told what it was. When did you, when did you do you remember when you first fully grasped the idea of that or what that meant or? Seven, eight years old. I mean, I've always been able to come to terms with and understand what I've been told and explained. Hmm. So, I mean, it didn't freak me out. I mean, uh, like if you're going to tell me that it's literally the same experience I might have with a woman, but instead of a man, okay. I mean, to me, I, I picture it as, well, why am I attracted to a redhead or a blonde girl? So you're attracted to a man. Like, okay, cool. What's your thing? All right, cool. And I was seven or eight. I was like, whatever, do you? Hmm. Okay. It's kind of just, just I just, I just want to. I was to know. a very accepting child. No, I think, I, I think, um, for, for me, I think I, 
I kind of always knew. I mean, obviously, once you saw Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, Avi. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think I always knew that... I think I knew that I found males attractive. I don't think I knew what it was until I was maybe about 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And then I think that was also around the age when I found out, I found out what it was and I found out that people saw it as wrong. So let me so ask So I you, came to that I came to terms with what it was and what people thought what people thought about it all at the same time. So let me ask you and I, I think middle school is torture. Well, I, I think we've had this conversation before, but um and we'll get into kind of your experiences with gay culture and, and yeah. media in a second. But was there a time window where you knew before you opened up and told everybody else, or did you just openly know who and like tell people the moment you figured it out? Um, I don't think I told anybody. Okay. And I mean, when, when I, when I found out, when I kind of knew that I was attracted to the guys, I didn't really, I didn't really say anything. I didn't see, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I didn't, I just thought it was normal. Yeah. And then again, middle school is quite possibly like worse than most wars in the United like middle school I would not repeat middle high or high school middle school terrible it was just and it was it was then that I realized what it what it was what it meant and then that it was also in the eyes of other people wrong or it could get you beat up or made fun of or completely like disowned and that is when I was like I was like oh my god I know what this is and it's bad and as like an 11 year old, you know, I'm in sixth grade. I'm like still trying to find my identity that I was like this whole. I don't whole, think I found my identity until I was probably a, a sophomore in high school. Right. But to, to figure out that part of your supposed identity is now something that people hate and people don't like. And people, people will ridicule you for, make fun of you for. And it's easy to feel like you're the only person that feels that way i went through i went through all of middle school with puberty <laughs> you no, add all dis- that in. the disgust of i had hair in places i didn't know it was you, supposed to grow all of that plus dealing with being black on top of that and then you're adding another layer of oh my god i'm gay and it's horrible and it's bad like i used to like i used to wish i used to wish that i wasn't I used to, I used to, I was like, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need this as well. I'm 12. Why am I dealing with this? Why do I have to go through all of this? It doesn't make any sense for that. And I never had thoughts of suicide. Never had that. Never, ever, ever, ever. Which I was going to say that I feel like some people will lean into that when they experience like what you did with all that pressure and and obscurity on you at the same time. Um, The first time I told anybody it was kind of a. It was never really even a, t- a told. It was kind of like a. Was it Chris? Un, it was kind of like an understanding. No, it, w- it was more of like an understanding. Okay. Where people just started to kind of know, mm-hmm. you know, and then I think I came out to my parents like in the worst way possible, like in between my senior year and my first year of college. Did you bring a boy home and be like, "This is my boyfriend"? No, I ran away with my boyfriend like a dumbass, like a crazy, <laughs> like, like I was a crazy person. <laughs> I look back on those days and I cringe. I was like, what the fuck was wrong with me? But we, but that was when, that was when kind of, I was 12, 11 or 12 when I realized what it was, but I also realized that it was not accepted, I guess. 
But that was why, like, seeing some of the, I think what helped me, honestly, as bad as some of those TV shows were, what helped me was seeing TV, was seeing TV shows. Like, one of the ones I remember the most was Queer as Folk on Showtime. That How was are a you getting huge Showtime one. at 11 years old? My parents had Showtime. We had satellite dish. What are you talking about? We had satellite. You we were had better all the off channels. than I was. Damn. We had, we had all the channels. What I had to watch about? the HBO like through like the grainy like oh, no. No, snow no, no. feed coming through. We had a we had a we had a big screen TV. We had the satellite. Uh, what's it satellite? It was satellite. Did we have a satellite dish out there? It was something. It was like I was feeling bad for you until you just went through like well, I got all this when I was a kid. So you know but, what? It wasn't that bad. My stepdad was I, I call him an impulse. But my stepdad is, it was a technology freak. Like they had they had car phones. Oh, like my the ones parent, in the middle console. Yes, my parents had car phones, mm. and then so I was like, oh. So when I turned sixteen, I was like, so what kind of car are we getting? And they were like, I'm buying your own car. And I'm like, y'all bought car phones. For no for no fucking reason, <laughs> you have car phones for your eight second commute. Why? In both cars, you got you you have car phones, oh but you can't help me out get something. They're like, no, you gotta buy your own shit. That's the kind of family I was from. They were like, oh, 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 we could get you, we could buy you a car, but are you gonna appreciate? It? I'm like, yes, I will completely appreciate it. They're like, but you'll appreciate it more if you buy it yourself. Like that's whatever. But yes, we had Showtime, we had all the channels. So those are the first. So that's. What your first kind of representation you saw on TV that, that I remember, that you I had. feel like I should have seen Will and Grace because uh, because Queer Soul came out after Will and Grace, but I don't remember Will and Grace as a teenager. Queer Folk was the one I remember, and I, when I tell you that I was watching that like in the downstairs area of, of my parents of my parents' house, like with the volume on like a two. <laughs> Trying like, like, to watch this show, but and, you've explained it to me. That's that was a much more realistic perspective. Of, I don't know if it was realistic. It was. It, it was. It was much more. There was a there this. was a character that was sixteen or seventeen mm-hmm. in the show, and I was sixteen or seventeen at that time. And a, that that's that show in the beginning kind of kind of really kind of dug into his experiences as not really knowing his identity, not knowing what he was and what he could do and all this other stuff. I do think the show gave me a incorrect view of the gay community in a way. Cause there was obviously lots of drug use. Yeah. A lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of sex. Wasn't there and an episode then, like, where someone blew up the bar? I think so. Okay. I think there was stuff like that. And then like they had that, they had drama, they had lots and lots and lots of more sex. And it was just, it was just for me, it was just, a lot to kind of see this show built up around all gay characters. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. You know, I think that's what I realized that like, you really aren't the only one who's had to deal with this kind of stuff. And you're probably going to be dealing with it for the better part of your life. So it's fine. Deal with it. And I, I dealt. So I was, I was also, I was dealing well weird i was dealing with that you mm-hmm. know obviously with the gay thing and then i was also dealing with like i told you i had a satellite um we had satellite dish we had my parents at car phones so you had friends so i also i also wasn't very accepted by the black community as well i don't think i was accepted as, I, I wasn't black enough or i had a few too many things so you were kind of an anomaly yeah my son had a corvette like that so that took me out of the black community so i'm dealing with that and i'm dealing with the whole gay thing so this show I kind of leaned more into my gay identity and this show really kind of helped me figure out, Hey, there's representation there. There's something there. 
they didn't have any black characters on that TV show, but that's a different story. So was there anything else in that same era where you were like middle school, high school, younger adult where you watched besides Queer as Folk? That's the first one I remember. And then there was like in mid 2000s, there was that whole, there was that whole surge of maybe being gay or bi is cool, or we'll call it metrosexual. And that's when Queer Eye for the Straight Guy came out. That the original show. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. OGQEs. Original. I've I've never seen one with yeah. the originals. It was I don't remember it. Hashtag um, not my fat vibe. <laughs> I don't remember it. Um, it, I I don't remember much about it. I, what I do remember, I remember um, because you know how Karama was like the culture one. Karama was my favorite because I, I actually read Karama's book and I loved it. But so let me tell you, Jay uh, was the culture one in uh, the original Kurai, and when I tell you, he was the most useless character. <laughs> Well, He'd be like, no, here are some, here are some, Karamo's book. <laughs> here are some concert tickets. I'm like, what is he doing? Give me these people concert tickets. This is weird. He's like, I also bought you a book. It was like, he did absolutely fucking nothing. And now all of a sudden, I think people think that Anthony is the least use, is the most useless um, one. I know. I saw an article the other day that was like, we've ranked Anthony's uh, recipes from, from a uh, worst to most worst. And I oh was like, Oh my God. I was like, yeah, I'll leave Anthony alone. But yeah, uh, he's I the do, cute one. He, I think they're all cute in their own. But he's way. like the one with like the abs. That like, the, he is the one I would probably go for. Um, but yeah, I do, I do remember that. I remember that being that saying that's seeing that kind of aspect of was seeing people who were queer use their use their powers for good in a way, and they were so unapologetically like queer. So gave me that whole at least it was representational TV, and I can kind of see. Yes, it, it gave me some blinders and I kind of like saw some stuff that I knew I thought was going to be my life at a certain point, which I know is naive at that mm-hmm. age, but it gave me hope in a little bit. I think Queer Eye was that one thing that gave me, oh, look, there are these people out here who are making a living being just themselves. So it is doable. So I think that's what I learned from that show. Again, I've never seen one of the original Queer Eye episodes. Right. But experiencing, I've watched all the new ones. I love all the new Queer Eye shows that have been on Netflix. I think the only difference really is that when you when you look at the new Queer Eye, it's, they're really just, it doesn't matter whose lives they're touching. They're touching gay people's lives. They're going to straight straight females, lesbian females, straight mm-hmm. men. You know, I, the uh, the biggest, the big get with, um, with the, with the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy was that it was all straight men that they were making over. And I think it was a little bit more real in a way because you could see if I remember correctly you could see some of the apprehension in a lot of their faces because these five day gay dudes are being unapologetically gay running in your house saying all this stuff and they're like they've never had that exposure with with gay people that way that's where I, I know with the newer seasons a lot even the straight ones they're like totally cool with it and when they come in they're like oh my god we're doing this yeah, yeah. imagine that like 15 years ago in the original it was kind of like apprehension you know, because it still was trying to be accepted. But, you know, those were the thing. And, and see, even after all that, I still think that mid-2000s, 2010s, whatever, I still think that we struggle with not having representation in TV at that time. Like, I don't remember anything from then. I remember those being my first couple of shows that I remember. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like now, I think we went to that phase where it was like, here's the gay best friend everyone has to have. Or the super gay random character out of nowhere. Well, like, and that's where I think gay culture has been acclimated a little bit now to where 
I feel like in the in the mid two thousands is where I kind of started experiencing more of it, and I I remember um, Glee started having yes. gay characters, okay, yes. and then Greek on ABC Family back mm-hmm. before it was Freeform. Yeah. The real OG station. And speaking of Freeform, they also had The Fosters, which mm-hmm. was a TV show about a lesbian couple raising their kids. Like, I never saw it, but that was another one. But, uh, but yeah, Greek, that, that was the first, probably the first gay kiss I've ever seen. The one between Calvin and his French professor, who, I can't remember his yeah. real, the guy from New Girl, he's on, but they, uh, they had an actual gay kiss at a frat house. And I will say, I was kind of annoyed by that show, because I thought they could have done a little bit more with Calvin, because he was a, he was a, an African-American gay male on that TV show. And I was like, yes, yes, this is exactly what I need. What are they going to do with this character? And they missed so many opportunities to do more with that character. They just, and I'm like, you introduced him and you, you did nothing with him. I do remember being very upset about that. Did they do anything? And I'm not trying to to change the subject here, but did they do anything with his black Part of his character, no. I thought it was all just him being gay. Yeah, they never really dove. They, they never really dove into his character at all, or gave him. They didn't give him enough layers. I feel like this is a character that could be complex that could actually help. I know it's a comedy, but they fleshed out all of their white characters, and this one, it was just that he was black and he was gay, and they didn't really do much with that. And I, I, I think I always hated that show for that. And I still, I liked the show, but I disliked how they handled him in a way. But that's where, and that's, that's where I think a lot of my new experiences have been like gay culture has been, like you said, brought in, mm-hmm. like everybody has a gay friend. And, and I feel like now it's almost like if you don't incorporate a gay character in a show, A, people aren't going to watch it. And B, some of the producers and creators are probably scared that they're going to get hate mail or people against it because you're not being fair to the gay so i feel like it's some people feel that way too and it, you don't need that gay character you just write in a gay character because i i think that when you when you look at stuff i'm like look i don't i saw this meme and it was like it was like next fix building a show and it was like insert gay character here and people were like yeah that's that's stupid i'm like well no it's not you i'm like look look straight people you've had enough representation like in the media you've had so much and so many different you have had so many different people to look up or to imagine yourself as or to figure out and most gay people around my age don't have a lot of experiences with that we're, we're not used to seeing anybody that look like us or that are us on tv i see more gay characters on tv but i'm still not seeing a ton of black gay characters on tv i still don't see that a lot well, that's a whole other issue. Yeah, tra- trans people are starting to be uh, exposed on TV uh, with that show on FX called Pose. Trans characters are starting to get their light, their light in the sun. No, day in the sun. Yeah, yeah but I feel they're and, starting to get. And that I'm not trying well. to belittle this, and honestly, this may come out wrong. I feel that people still don't understand where, like, transgender, cisgender, like having to explain all the differences. And not knowing what people identify as mm-hmm. makes it very hard to just apply them or put them in a show because people don't want to watch something they don't understand. Yeah, I I, I get that, and and that's and if and, and to me, I'm, I'm like, look, you can watch whatever you want to watch. It doesn't have to be something with a gay character, and it doesn't have to be any of that. You could decide not to watch that show. I think what's I what I like is I like having the show out there for people who do understand what cisgender. Well, I'm going to be the guy who researches, like we were talking about Zoe's, where we tried to figure out what Mo was, and we decided it's a 
don't remember exactly what I don't remember either. What they identify as I forget it was a he she that I forget yeah. what Mo identified as, but right. was like a cisgender fluid Yeah, gender fluid probably. Yeah. And I, I but see the thing is like you might not watch it or some people are research it, some people are gonna say, No, I'm not going through all of that. And that's fine. But the fact that, that representation is out there mm-hmm. for a trans kid or trans person to see that is what that's what it's about. Do you watch every single show with a straight person in it? No. Exactly. So to me, it's kind of like, but you have enough, you have so much stuff to watch that includes white straight men in it or that includes white straight women. So I just, I, I like the fact that we could have so much stuff out there for gay people to choose from that we can watch. Gay cinema is a whole different ordeal. That one is still coming along. But I do think that we have made a lot of strides. I think I think it could be better. I think there could be gay-led uh, TV shows, more of them, I think. Uh, we're seeing black-led TV shows. Like I, we talked about Insecure last week. Mm-hmm. Blackish is one. Um, we're seeing that. We, we, we've had black-led TV shows for a long time. Well, we had the Cosby show way back in the day. Let Ooh, me ask. Too is, soon? Well, well. Ooh. It's always gonna be too soon. Um, is Ryan Murphy gay? Do you know? I don't know. I would assume so with that haircut. I don't know. I really don't have no idea. I have no, I have no idea. I was just wondering because he seems to incorporate a lot of gay culture, or gay yeah I, topics I, into his in his media. And that's why I said like a few weeks ago when we talked about Hollywood, I'm like I think he's a trailblazer in that. I think he is trying to normalize having gay characters in TV and not make it so taboo and have you know gay kisses and, and gay scenes and stuff like that like we need to have that um i do kind of still miss that void of having like you know just like a tv show that's centered around gay characters i kind of i kind of miss that where all the characters are gay i i would love to have something like that like we had chris folk we had looking on hbo a few years ago which wasn't the best but i you watched me it watch i the liked first it episode and i a because the main character was like the he was in Glee. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't think because I remember he Jonathan Groff. Thank you. There you go. But he was in Glee, and that was the only experience I had of him. And then he just happens to be in Looking like five years later. Yeah, and I I, I didn't hate that show, but I was like, at least there was a show that had all gay people in it, and maybe you could see yourself in one of those gay people. Still didn't have any black characters in it, but you know we're making strides. We're figuring it out one by one. Well, so then let me ask you to kind of sum up. Do you feel like there is more representation of gay culture lgbtq plus culture in tv media that you're seeing now or is it still the same and it's kind of a joking matter and nothing's really changed since your childhood i think it's getting better i think it's definitely getting better i mean look we have we have rupaul's drag race which i think we could say is part of the lgbtq uh, plus community yes and that is huge they've had tons of seasons of that we have um is that gonna be the only show that, that we have right now that i can think of it might be. Wow. And, and and I was gonna say I think we're doing better and that's the only thing I can I can think of. Actually, um Hulu, we're gonna do a we're gonna do an episode on this later too. We uh we have Hulu where no Netflix Hulu. Is, is Hulu. Love Victor. Love Victor. That's a spin off from the Love Simon show, which I think is gonna be a good show that could show it has gay teens. Wait, in there it. was a Love Simon show? Love Simon was a movie. Oh, okay. Um and then I think that even Disney has had like gay characters on their shows. There's a show called Alex Mack where the kid, one of the kids is like 12 or 13 comes out in the show. And I think that we're seeing this renaissance of, of things happening. We're just not, we're still inching towards it, but I think that we're getting there. So two points. One was off the Marvel thing you're going to play here. 
was, do you remember in the uh, second Avengers movie where after the snap that Thanos did before they brought everybody back, how Captain America was doing the... Uh, yes, and they tried to say they had that gay character in the show, those fuckers. Well, first off, do you know who that is? The guy who played that character? No. One of the directors. He's actually one of the brothers who does the Marvel series. But yes, when you're like, oh, we have a gay character, and literally the whole conversation is, went on a date with a guy, it went well. Dude, I went to boo. I was like, boo, and boo, how dare you? And then second, um, I don't know why I'm laughing about this, but there's a show I watched on Netflix where it's called 100 Humans, and they take a sample group of 100 humans, all different ages, genders, sexual, like just a huge swath of the country, and they do tests. So one of them was they put six people out and said there are three couples in this six-person group, six group. Put together the couples you want. Like, who do you think are couples? Out of 100 people, I believe there was only four who even thought there could be gay couples. And there was one lesbian and one gay. Everybody else put a boy of a girl. See, I mean, but, but that's normalized. That's just, that's just how it is. But I don't, I don't, I think we still have a long, 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 long way to go to get enough representation of TV. I want to be able to, I want to be able to scroll through the TV and there be a black gay character or a female gay character or like there is like one day at a time is a, a remake, a remake of an old show. It's on Netflix now was on pop TV. Mm-hmm. They have, um, it's about a Latino family. Um, the daughter in that, her name's Elena. She is gay and she's 16 or 17. And I'm like, that is cool. Like, I think they're Cuban family actually. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's so cool that there is a Cuban or Puerto Rican or Latin gay female character on this sitcom. And she has a girlfriend and they hold hand. And I mean, I like just little things like that are bridging that gap. And I love that about where we are now is that, I like to watch a TV show and there be like a gay character that I didn't know was going to be there and they're normal and they're not some hyper, hyper stereotypical version. Like just Jack that they yeah. had to put in there just to make sure you knew he was gay. But I, but I, I get in, in that, in that instance, they, they, that was what they were doing. They, they were, they were going to the audience. They're like, this is a comedy. We have to make it comical to make it more acceptable. And I think now we're out of that to where you can have a fully realized gay character on a TV show and it's not going to be a big deal and no one's going to blink an eye. I want us to get to that point. And not just doing it for camp or for fun. Because, yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race is great, but it's campy fun. Are people watching it for camp? Are, are they really accepting this this community? But see, that's where when you do a RuPaul's Drag Race and you open up that world and you see all the different like types of drag... Mm-hmm. Then it almost like the other day I was scrolling through Netflix and I saw what was it? Um, oh, it was another drag race competition, but they were all based off of like vampires and zombies. And it was, I think I saw something like that. Yeah, it was like Dragula. Yeah. but like I don't even know that there's this type of subculture within this. Like that's where you start opening up all these doors right. where I, that's not my cup of tea. I don't yeah. like seeing. You know, I don't want to have your design and your outfit come out with like your, your next slit and blood coming down. <laughs> but I mean, I get it. And I, and I yeah. kind of agree with what you're saying that yes, representation is growing. There are definitely more shows to pick from. And I mean, with my brief and limited experience with gay and LGBTQ culture, mm-hmm. 
I think, yes, there is more representation. It's it's more normalized, but it does, like you said, have more growing and more in the future. More you? opportunities. It, there you go. What 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 I I'll leave with this. What my what I want is I want my show that is fully comprised of gay characters. I want that show out there. I want something like that where it is just all of those. Impose is kind of there. It's more. It's more. I think that's more of like a trans. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's and they're all and I need all, to watch also that. all. I still haven't watched that. Yeah, it's good. And they're all also both. I think eighty percent ethnic as well okay so i think that that but that is another subset of a community of the community as well but i'm like i would like more of that and when i see more of that i think that i will be happy my black side is doing pretty good you know we're, we got some tv out there we're doing pretty good blackish but, black AF. but my 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 gay side is like i'm starved for gay content that's outside of rupaul's drag race well and ryan murphy <laughs> so i need something so okay let's leave off then i there was there wasn't really a watch or not kind of like review right. here as you normally do so let's do something a little different give me your top two gay culture influence shows you recommend watching shit i'll, I'll go with i wish mine. i would have i wish would have okay go ahead yeah so the, the two that i recommend would be queer eye on netflix because mm-hmm. i mean hashtag my fab five new fab five mm-hmm uh Karamo's book was great when i read it if you have not read his book i highly recommend reading his book i have to i have to, I have to, I have to download it on audible <laughs> you're welcome there are things about his life that i didn't realize i i didn't know he was on real world back in the day oh i knew that i also didn't realize he was a big cokehead oh, i didn't know that one yeah Apparently, he very openly talks about it in his Girl. book read his book it's a great book um and the second one is visible on apple tv mm-hmm. it is a eight to 10 episode like docu-series mm-hmm. but it it goes through kind of what we're talking about here where it shows the progression of gay and lgbtq community representation in media and it goes through movies and um on tv and in books and just everything you could think of and how that's grown and it really highlights and goes in depth a lot more than what we're talking about here and i've learned so much from watching that mm-hmm and I think I'm almost on episode five, so I'm about halfway through, a little more than halfway, and it's only in, God, I mean, I think I've just gotten to the 2000s, like oh, okay. early 2000s in yeah. it, so it's really paced well, it's, it's good, they're about an hour and a half an episode, so it's like watching a movie, right. so it's not something I can sit and binge, but it's very informative, and if you're looking for something to kind of help learn about gay culture or the community that's out there, this is great. I I love watching it. And there's just things I just never realized actually went on and there's more I need to learn about it. I don't I don't to your to your question, I don't know if I have anything that I would recommend. Hmm. If I'm as far as TV, I st- I think I still think that we have a long way to go. Um speaking from the gay side of things, I just there's nothing that I have seen and I could just be I could not not be watching enough TV because <laughs> I need to watch more <laughs> TV. Um to where I'm like this is something that I think can make an impact or something that you, that people need to see or, or that. So I don't really have, I don't have anything. And I think that's why it was hard for me to kind of say, what are we watching now? And and there's, there's from what I'm looking at, there's really nothing. I mean, I, I search, I can find movies. Yeah. And a lot of these movies that are gay characters are shit films. Like they were, or or, some of them, some of them are good or indie films. They did, they did not get wide releases. But I mean, 
for me, and we're a TV podcast, but the only thing I can think of is like, there are two movies that stick in my brain as something that needs to be seen by everybody. And one of those movies is Brokeback Mountain, and the other one is Call Me By Your Name. And I've mentioned those to you before. I think that those movies need to be seen. I think that they're they're not gay they're not gay actors, but they're portraying gay characters. And I just but think the that subject they were, matter is yeah. I just think they were really good, well done movies. Now I know the second one's a book. Was Brokeback Mountain ever a book? I believe so. I believe it's a short story. Okay. If I had to say something as far as TV, I would say just go out there and just search for something. They have an LGBTQ section on Hulu. I don't know if they have it on Netflix. Um, I don't know if they have it on Amazon, but I know Hulu specifically. I don't so believe they have one on Netflix. Good on Hulu for having that. And um, but I think I think we have the opportunity to have more. And I think that's why I can't really spe- I can't really say specifically a show because there's nothing right now that is grabbing me that I think is that needs to be nothing specific that I could say go watch this. Okay. Yet maybe in the future, hopefully we'll get there. So. All right. I like the I like the answer. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in um, to this little different episode, but we got a little deep, I know. But start a conversation with us on um, our Twitter about that, about this, about LGBT in the media. Um, have a happy end of your Pride Month. I can't believe how busy and full June is. There's just so much going on. There's a lot going on, dude. I'm trying to keep up with Black Lives Matter. And Pride Month, I don't know who to. I'm like, Black Lives Matter, Pride Month. Like, I'm not sure. I, 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 I'm I'm bogged down. I'm like, it's a lot. Black Lives Matter. Exactly. I'm trying to uh, fly a rainbow flag and put my black fist in the air. You know, got to do both. So, but thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Um. Oh wait, you're doing outros. Go. Damn it. <laughs> Shoot, I forgot that. No. <laughs> Again, thank you all for listening. Like Jeremy said. Um. Again, reach out, start a conversation, and if you want to leave a review or any comments, please do. We please, please, please leave a review. Please, yes, we have been looking for please, one of those. Please like, subscribe, rate, and leave reviews. We will give you a shout out on the podcast if you do so. So please give us a review. All right. Well, this is watching out with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm <laughs> Backwards Jay. Is fine. You know what? One of these days we will get this correct. We're not. It's fine. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And on Instagram at watchornotpod. Huge shout out to Bradley Parsons. Thank you for creating our theme music. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts. Don't make us come for you.